Welcome to After Bedtime with Greg and Emma, the married couple with kids who are more interesting than you think. They are weird, offside, and totally relatable. Warning, adult content and offensive language. I know. Do you see the color of this tea? Okay. So you don't put milk in it a peppermint? It's like diarrhea. Okay, you don't put milk in a mint tea? That's... No. Well, how am I supposed to know that? I felt like I would get in trouble if I didn't put milk in it. Why are you raising I'm your sorry, voice? I'm sorry, I'm not. I just, I'm trying to do everything <laughs> right, and I just can't sometimes. Okay, so when... Diarrhea. Okay, stop clunking. Sorry. Last time, hun, you were holding the microphone. You had it on your lap. You were thought you were Alanis Morissette <laughs> singing You Ought to Know. And it sounded so you, bad. You, you, I don't know. Okay, you can sing it with it sitting comfortably flat, not On the moved. table. Like, it really sounded horrible last time. I should take a picture of this cinder yeah. block you made cinder yeah well you know that's it's heavy <laughs> it's big it's bulky that's why it stays on the table you don't start carrying it around like so the other night Ophelia did a podcast at dinner time it was so cute you weren't here but it was so cute well, you showed me the four minute video i know 30 seconds of it was cute <laughs> no, i'm joking <laughs> yeah now she's right into podcasting she we was should, interviewing her little brother we should get her to do more maybe or no? Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is after bedtime. I was thinking like dinner after time. dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after dinner. Dinner time. Well, it is funny because she does think of questions. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I feel like she's pretty good. We should get her back going. But anyways, what do we have? You just got me all off track. They went back to school. or she, <laughs> We call it school, but it's daycare. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we call it school for her. She, it's the same thing, but she calls it school. It's daycare for him, but she's big. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's preschool. Preschool. Oh, why do I not think of that? <laughs> but she we just, just call it school, and yeah. she thinks she's cool. So and now he thinks he's cool too. He loves it. So he had, or they both, or what's that app called? Hee-haw? Seesaw. Seesaw. <laughs> seesaw. Hee-haw. Yeah, seesaw. So it's an app. That you Sends have little pictures, yeah, and videos. And it's like here's what they're doing the today. Kids. Yeah, probably the only times they're not crying, they send <laughs> pictures and stuff. Yeah. But there was one we got that was like a picture of Ophelia, like consoling a girl. Like it's kind of creepy looking because it's like from far mm -hmm. away. Looks like a drug deal going on <laughs> in but, the corner. Yeah, Ophelia's of like the playground. Ophelia's like looks like she's like <laughs> talking to her, and then what was the cat? caption she had it was it just like said like on ophelia's first day back she's already like i don't know being someone not... was a girl was sad and ophelia was like wanted to cheer her up yeah so it made me feel trying good. to make her I, laugh. it made me cry i'm like this is my girl like I know. what a sweet and we just got that girl. bucket i mean we just got that book about filling people's buckets oh yeah so now she wants to fill everyone's buckets well so every day she's like i love you mommy and then she's like did that fill your bucket <laughs> yeah i know she everything she does is like how's your bucket what <laughs> level is your bucket is it filled but anyway, so cute we had so we went on a trip a wonderful trip but actually you know what before that we had a covid scare too so we were supposed to leave for our trip 
When were we leaving? Friday morning? Was it Friday morning? I don't remember. We haven't done a podcast in a while, so our dates and times are a little rusty. We were supposed to leave Friday morning, go up to North Bay. It's like a four and a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. So we're going to leave early, get up there. We had a hotel with a pool. We thought we'd go swimming and stuff. But Greg gets a call Thursday night. Delivery driver's wife tested positive for COVID because she works in a nursing home. I'm kind of freaking out because I'm like, what does that, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? You know what I mean? So they were like, they wanted to, they had to double check, right, to redo the test. So I'm like, do we cancel their trip? Like, what do we do? And then we ended up like having to wait behind. Okay, but not- why did they double? Why did they redo the test? What do you mean? Why did they redo the test? Well, they don't always redo the test, so they redo. They the thought test it was because... not. They thought it wasn't right. They don't always redo tests. No. Oh, so they. Well, I don't get it. Okay, so we. I almost canceled this. My dad's sixtieth birthday trip because of this test, right? So, like, could you imagine if I canceled the friggin' trip of a lifetime because some idiot screwed up the test like how does it's not fair so anyways it scared the crap out of me and then it all worked out she wasn't covid positive or whatever but think about that for her too she works in a nursing home she probably is thinking like oh my god i just was with all these residents all these sweet old people that i love and i work with every day did i just give them covid like when you get a result like that especially if you're in a nursing home that would freak you out Mm -hmm. so like how do they like is it not an easy test (laughs) like is some guy just not paying attention with his beakers and his test tubes (laughs) and stuff is that what it was who knows i don't know so we left on friday afternoon and we stayed in north bay so well, so we ended up leaving late. Remember, we got to the hotel; it was late already, oh, and yeah. then we. Oh, the kids were the a kids nightmare. were so pumped because they were at a hotel. Oh yeah, so it was like nine thirty at night. They're like, "We're in a hotel." Yeah. Woo! Oh, they were so, and I'm. It's like a two star quality <laughs> inn in North Bay. Ophelia's like, like, I haven't been in a hotel oh, forever. She was she's so pumped, but then she's the like bed. touching all this stuff in the hallway. <laughs> she's like, "Yay!" prancing around. I'm like. No, you can't do that. I know. And do you remember the people that asked the girl? Oh, yeah, for Tylenol. Okay, so this is what happened, okay? And it was a dumb thing because I was. So she. The girl asked the front desk if they had any Tylenol. Do you have any Tylenol? She said. So I'm like overhearing this like a creep oh it was you that offered yes. i thought it was your mom no so i hear this why would you offer like- I'm, I'm getting to it okay <laughs> so i'm always like she had an accent i thought maybe it was like swiss or somewhere like a european accent and so- i was like oh we probably have tylenol <laughs> uh, i said oh, we probably have some tylenol so then i got some tylenol for her because she had a headache and I just thought, like, I just wanted Hello, her to... Hello, Greg. F- like... What? COVID. Okay, but I just wanted her to feel welcome in Canada. <laughs> and then it turns out she's just from Quebec, like two hours away. 
So I was just being friendly, thinking, you know what I mean? I want when people I know, but it was awkward. Then I had to get a Kleenex, and then I had to put Tylenol in the Kleenex, and because like, oh, how do you do the transfer of Tylenol to, capsules. to a person that's having a True. symptom of could be COVID? Oh shit! You like, know you what? Really weren't thinking. That I did through. not think that through at all. Okay, now that you put it this way. I'm an idiot. Like, don't be friendly anymore, basically. I know. I can't be friendly anymore. But I'm like, I'm that guy that when I hear something, I'm like looking Ooh. over your shoulder. Um, did you say that you need to, you need Tylenol? Come on right over here. Come with me. Yeah. So I put you in a pickle. Yeah. All you guys. Well, shit. I never even thought about that. Oh, I just my. thought, I thought I was helping someone from Switzerland. <laughs> Turns out I was helping someone from Quebec and risking my family's life. <laughs> Anyways, she got her Tylenol, her Tylenol, and everything was good. Except that night was an absolute <laughs> nightmare. It's hard because when we don't do this podcast all the time, we forget stuff. I know. Like, I like, forgot about... I remember them just jumping in the bed yeah. and just being psychos. And not wanting to sleep. Not wanting like, to sleep. Like, I think it was like 1130 or something. It was like two hours of them hyper and jumping. Oh, yeah. And like, then all night, it was just back and forth. She slept on the pull-out couch. We may have got great. like maybe three hours. We got no if sleep. If we were lucky. No sleep at all. It said, GPS said it was two hour, two and a half hours. And we... Your dad did say he thought it I was know. longer. So GPS said two and a half hours. So I'm like, oh, we'll leave at 7.30. We'll get there at 10. We're an hour early. Yeah. Turns out, I didn't know this. I didn't... Well, I, I knew it was not a nice road to get in, but I didn't know the extent. That it was like a cow path? It was a trail. There wouldn't even... <laughs> cows wouldn't even go near that. There's no cows. This was like a trail through the woods. Yeah. It took us... Four and a half hours. With some serious potholes. It took us like two hours to go 30 kilometers. That's like Toronto traffic yeah. times 100. It was bad. It was so bad. But And dad kept saying like, well, the harder it is to get to, the more fish there are. <laughs> right? So we went to this lake called Lake Ogaskanon. It's in Quebec, like north, near Temiskaming. North of Temiskaming. Anyways, you can look on a map, maybe. It's, yeah. It was beautiful once we were there. Yeah, so we get there, and this lake is, like, incredible. It's 15 miles long, 20-whatever kilometers for Canadians, like us. (laughs) And it's a huge lake. And there's only, this family runs the, like, resort or lodge... But there's only 10 little cabins on it. This whole, like, 15-mile-long lake. It's amazing. And nobody even had rented the cabins. Like, yeah, there was, was only, like... there was one couple there. So yeah, it was us, us with the whole lake to ourselves. It was yeah. incredible. And, and the beaches. I know. Driving... So driving in the boat... So we had... We rented this... It was an island. And there was three cabins on it. So we had, like... There was 10 adults. Like, it was my family. We bought it for my dad's... 60th birthday because he used to go to this place with when he his, was young with his buddies and so there's 10 of us and three kids so it was perfect mm-hmm. right but driving in the boat across i felt like just so nice <laughs> you know what i mean like 
I had this this feeling. Okay, when I I was just like so much gratitude and so much like just thinking like this world, this earth is beautiful. beautiful yeah, you know. And I had that feeling. Do you remember in Thailand we were taking the ferry? Oh, from, from Phuket to yeah, Kofi Phi. Yeah. And it's just like these islands that are huge, like rocks or whatever. And just like coming out of the clear blue ocean. Perfect like, water. Yeah. And then that just like, I just had that feeling, you know, the, oh, yeah. Like, this is Take amazing. your breath away. Like, yeah. And then beauty. in Laos on the motorcycles going through like the mountains and jungle area. Like I just felt like, wow, I feel like the luckiest person in the world, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. a motorcycle. It was pink. It was like a pink Honda <laughs> scooter. It wasn't a moped. <laughs> it didn't have pedals. It was a pink Honda scooter. And I just called it a motorcycle. <laughs> like it doesn't sound as good. Does it? When I say what it actually was, uh, but that, that thing was, that thing would rip though. eh? Mm-hmm. like it was like a, I think it was a 200 cc. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I, I got couldn't it. drive it. I was on like that, scared. We went on an airstrip, and I had it going 120. Remember <gasps> that, Greg? You were with me, weren't you? No. Remember? Remember we almost hit that building? No, no. Dave hit a building. <laughs> we almost hit uh, a, a truck. No, we almost hit like it was between a truck and a person. <laughs> yeah, like I was buzzing through traffic like a evil Knievel. Like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, I know, but like how stupid would I have looked with my ripping around on my <laughs> pink like scooter with a big giant great gazoo looking <laughs> helmet. But I got, at first I was nervous because you're like. Then you got confident. Then I'm just fucking And then I was whipping. like, okay. Yeah. We're, you got like, we're not going to make it here. Yeah, I know. I was just like, there's a woman with like a basket on her head walking and the like cows and cars and like. And you're just like. Vroom, I'm just vroom. whipping through. So anyways, that's the feeling I had was just that like my heart, my just Aww. spirit, everything was just Aww. full. You know, Aww. and then I'm looking around at you and the kids and. And it was just like the scenery was incredible. And yeah. I, and I mean, we're in Canada. I just couldn't get over this is like our country. every few, like everywhere you looked, you didn't have to look very far to see like another beautiful white sand beach. Yeah. It was the most amazing. Like we like live we probably in, saw 50 little white sand beaches yeah. on just the little part of like the we live lake in that we actually got the to. The most beautiful country in the world. And, and we, nobody, we never travel really in Canada, right? I know. Like, I've never been to the West Coast. I've never been to the East Coast. Me either. But I've been to pretty much every state. You know yeah. what I mean? So part of this thing with the border being closed, it's kind of cool. Like, it's not cool, but it's like people are going to explore exploring their own country. Our own backyard. Yeah, exactly. Like, I tried to book us a campsite to go camping. Obviously, I don't know why I had to really <laughs> clarify. emphasize, clarify that, but everything was booked mm-hmm. and normally, but that's good. It's, nice I know that's what I'm like, saying. And like you go to a camping people store are getting out there. and there's the shelves are empty because people are buying stuff. Yeah. So I think it's so cool. Yeah. Like Algonquin park is beautiful. Like you can't even book a campsite anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. people are exploring and didn't you just feel like it just was so nice to like 
go there because then on the way back we stopped you know for a bathroom break and to get a coffee or whatever and it was like oh yeah we have to put a We're mask through, oh, on I know. like it just was nice for a few days just to, to just be, be like us and, in the middle of nowhere like and it was cool it was so great. this lake i don't know did i even tell you how it was discovered no. or like okay so big bill who's like my dad's like mentor oh, yeah, in the yeah, lumber yeah. business yeah so some guy that whatever was from north bay uh sold sawmill equipment so he like would told found the lake and oh. then he told like all these people in the lumber business like hey yeah i'll like because he was selling them equipment so he started taking them to this lake hmm. so like bill has been going there since the 70s well probably before that natives probably discovered it right no, no, I'm not saying he discovered it. Like <laughs> well, he didn't. Just he said didn't he discovered it. Yeah, he didn't. Christopher Columbus up on it. Like there was a road to it and everything, <laughs> but nobody went there. It was like okay. So whatever. So the people that have it now built their lodge or whatever in 1989, and it's a It's a family. So these people live there for the summer. Parents, Mo- parents, and then their two sons, and then their the sons are married with kids and stuff, and like. They, we should, we'll put a thing, like, it was an amazing place. Yeah. Like, and these people are, like, the nicest people ever. And they have this, this whole lake. And it was so cool. Like, everything was just well-maintained. Like, the cabins were clean and the outhouse was, like, clean and just. Yeah, like, they had. I was, like, so surprised. But they come and they, like. You know, just make sure you're okay. They Every see day, if you need anything. Yeah, take and your it's garbage. Like, they, like, your... brought fishing lure. Like, just, yeah, like, little just, things just to take care like, of you. Like, they just really care. And they, you know? I thought it was so nice how he, like, showed everyone how to run the boat motor. Like, you oh, know, so okay, I you know even what? felt like. No, when, okay, when okay, he. I could run this he had, motor. When he was showing us, it's like, he's like, I have to show you guys how to use the motor. And I'm like. This is stupid, buddy. Like, I know how to use a motor, okay? I know how to use a fucking boat motor. I've been using boat motors my whole life. And then he starts up. He's like, this is how you start it. Now, the choke. So he's like, you pull the choke out and push it in. And think of it as like a syringe pulling yeah, gas yeah. and, and then shooting it into the carburetor. It. Like, yeah. Like, I was I, like. You know what I did? That's I was like, my, wow. My entire life, I just pulled the choke out and kept pulling until it started, and then I <laughs> pushed would it, put it in back in. After. So I was doing it wrong this whole time. So like I'm learning like life changing <laughs> skills from this little tutorial thing on how to start a boat motor. You know. But then he also showed you. And so, it was so clear. Like I was just like, oh, ah, I know cool. what a great instructor. I know of how to use a boat motor and his little maps that he did on the whiteboard about fishing that like, was a different one that was a, a brother different guy. Yeah, that was yeah, the brother true. that was the brother yeah they came in but they both were okay, just explaining so things lake, so well this these people they must have a lease they must like it's crown land they must have like a lease of it or something they have all the spots to go fishing marked oh yeah like they give you a map and then there's like buoys of all the places mm-hmm. to go fishing. But the buoys are like hidden, kind of. You can barely see them in yeah, the water. But you like have it's to have nice. The map. There's a little H. Yeah, you in need the, the water. Map. And it's kind of so like a treasure hunt. 
It's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> yes. Cool. And it's like, even if you weren't an outdoorsy fisherman, this place would be amazing to go to. You go yeah, there and you, you can, catch you fish. Can, like, yeah, but you could no, go on the beaches. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, no matter what, you're going to catch fish. Like, yeah. we ate fish every day. Yeah. We stopped. We had like a shore lunch, they call it, for the you fishermen. So we just stopped on a beautiful beach. Mm-hmm. Had like... A fish fry. Deep, yeah, fish fry and just... It was awesome. Hung out. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, they had all the places to catch fish marked out. How convenient is that? I know. Like, you'd never be able to do that on a normal lake because yeah. people would just fish there. And then they wouldn't be good fish spots. Yeah, so, it was so great. Yeah, it was great. Wonderful. Brad and Jenny. What were the sons' names? Ah, oh, shit. Uh, I don't uh, know. I knew it great. at the time. They were great. Yeah. We get there. And actually, first things first. There's ten of us. So we divided up who gets what, who brings what. Like, you bring this, you bring that. Dave, my brother Dave, is in charge of beer. So we're le- we're leaving, we're in Temiskaming, and we're like, how much, how many beer did you bring? He brought 120 beer. No, don't smirk. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. 120 beer, 10 adults, that's like, for four days, that's like, wait, oh shit. <laughs> I, it's like three or four beer a day. That's ridiculous, Dave. You drink, when you're fishing on a hot summer day, out in a boat, trolling along, or just sitting there, you're going to drink four beer in an hour. Two hours? Well, I could tell by all the empties in your in your boats when no, you came back. Exactly. That's what Dave, he went out with Dad and Mike for a couple hours, and they probably had, they probably had 20 empties, easily. So, you cheapskate. You go and buy 120 beers, so there's four beer each person per day. It was ridiculous. So I had to, I don't want to sound like a hero, but I kind of was. I bought 240 beer on the way there. <laughs> and then you know what? We didn't have much left. But like Dave, when you're That's Dave. That's a lot of beer. Okay, so we're going to this remote area in the middle of nowhere, and you only bring 120 beer. Like, does beer go bad? Yeah, it's it's better to overestimate. Like we yeah. had way too much food. Yeah, but you know what? We got to stay an extra day. I know, and but we food, still had plenty of food. That's the difference, though. You bring too much food, and then do you waste it? Does you know what I mean? Beer. Don't be cautious. Like if you're going <laughs> on a fishing trip, and you're supplying beer for the family, and that's your job. Don't underestimate. Overestimate. Right. It's ridiculous. Greg's advice. I know. So I should take my receipt and say, Dave, here you go, buddy. So anyways, yeah, that's my advice. If you're going to buy beer for a fishing trip, make sure it's more than four per person per day because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and that's my rant. Uh, what else on our trip? We. I don't know. I was just thinking that. Um, it just was beautiful. Yeah, it's it really like – because my dad – used to go there like 25 years ago and he had always wanted to take his like he said he wanted to go there with his family i really enjoyed that i got to learn how to steal line fish that he taught me oh yeah so lou dad was really wanting to like he likes to fish for lake trout with steel line so you go troll around you and he's old school no he doesn't use like a downrigger or any special stuff he just is like 
Do you I feel told, bottom? I told Ashley that at work today. What? I was like, oh, he was still oh. line fishing and he taught us and stuff. And she's like, oh, so did you have downriggers on the boat? Yeah, like, no. She knows what's yeah. up. So, well, but, part yeah, of it, we should, we should get downriggers because we were, like, we went out fishing and we had a fish finder. And uh, so my other brother, Mike, is, <laughs> Here we sorry, go. sorry, I'm complaining about my cheap brothers. But so Dave, cheap, 120 beer for the whole group, cheapskate. Mike, it was $7 a day to rent a fish finder. Nope, I'm not going to rent a fish finder. I'm just going to take your boat that has a fish finder. What is wrong with them? But anyways, back to we were out fishing. And and the guys, like, they always ask, like, oh, what'd you catch? Where'd you catch it? What'd you do? Blah, blah, blah. So they can tell the next people, right? Right. Like, here's what to do. So he said there was guys... Last week. Last week that caught six lake trout over 10 pounds in two days. Yeah. So he said they were all at 60 feet. So we went out trolling and... It was almost dark. The fish finder was just beeping at 60 feet nonstop. Nonstop. So if we had a downrigger at 60 feet... We would have caught... We would have caught like 7,000 fish. Ugh. Instead, we're just trying to... Like, Dad is like, if you're not on bottom, you're not fishing. I'm like, it kind of sucks being on bottom because you get snagged yeah. all the time. and you sucks. Then you think like, you have a fish. And then I know. Like, and nope. maybe you do, and you just rip the fish's face off <laughs> because you're trying to get it out. But it was... That's like his passion. He loves it. So yeah. it was fun. It was funny because the first, what, three days? Yeah. Two days? So the first... At least two days. Two days... Everyone was going to, like, the H spots where, like... Catching pickerel. You just catch fish, right? Like, pickerel and pike, like, nice fish. And you just... It it was easy, right? Mm -hmm. And Dad didn't want to quit on the... Lake trout. Lake trout. (laughs) So he was out trolling. And it was funny because every time someone... I wish I took a picture of his face. (laughs) Every time someone came back with, like, fish... A nice fish. Like, a nice fish, he'd be, like... You could tell he like wanted happy, to, but sad. yeah, but also like ugh, so pissed. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was like, oh, I'm happy for them, but I'm pissed that I haven't caught anything yet. <laughs> yeah, because but he didn't want to give up and go and just like catch the easy fish. He was going for that lake trout. Yeah. So then, who catches the first lake trout? Greg. Greg does. Greg does. Yeah. So, oh, how many years ago was your dad there, and he caught what a twenty pound? Yeah, twenty lake pound. Trout? I don't know. It was like 25 years ago, probably. So that's a uh, big fish because the fish, the lake trout, the biggest one he caught this time was, was nine, nine pounds. pounds. And it was like the size of our son. Yeah. Like it was. He's a twerp though. <laughs> like Eddie's not a big kid. No. He's kind of twerpy. Oh, but in the meantime, also we had Eddie's birthday. Oh yeah. So anything else about our trip? Like it's just, so. it's one of those things, one of those places like that. I just, I can't even put into words. Like, it was incredible. Yeah. And I can't even describe it. I thought about, like, my brother-in-law who loved fish. Oh, he would love yeah. it there. They, but my nephew would love it there. Yeah, I know. And and sometimes, I don't want to sound like a dick, but a lot of times when you go places, like family places, you're like, I'd love to come here with a bunch of guys. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, ever, I understand is that, that. Is that, a, like, no. a bad way to think of me? I could see you doing that would you ever say like oh i'd love to go there with a bunch of girls uh no no 
But I'd yeah. love to go there on like a couple's trip or something. I think that'd be fun too. That would be fun, yeah. So anyways, well, it's Lake Ogaskanon Lodge. I don't know how to spell Shout it. Shout out. Yeah, no, it was amazing. The best and the nicest people ever mm-hmm. and just incredible. So I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but we had Eddie turn two. After, yeah. After he, we didn't really do a whole lot for his birthday. Well, but it poured rain on his birthday. Did. Yeah. It's like rain. <laughs> Back to the Atlantis. On your second birthday. On your birthday. second birthday. Well, and on his birthday, or the day before, I took him to work. Oh, yeah. With me. So, and Eddie is a weirdo. Or he's not a weirdo, but he's, it's, he either has like a high-pitched voice, like, what that, dad? What that? Yeah. Or he's like, yeah. Yeah. So, both people, or like people in the showroom, were like, Oh, how old is he? I'm like, oh, he's two tomorrow. And then they're like, how old are you, Eddie? And all of them, he said, good. <laughs> and they're like, no, how old are you? Good. Like, <laughs> it was so funny. And then we had an ice cream cake for him. He took a huge bite. Remember oh, yeah. that? It was kind of at the end. He oh, was yeah. like. No, it was like midway through. Yeah. So he took a huge bite. And I'm, I, we're watching because we know brain freeze yeah. is going to hit any second yeah and then it did and then he spit it out and just said done <laughs> done done <laughs> and he stood up right away and then like, he stood up and was like thrown in the towel here. yeah so Aww. anyways we have it's hard when we don't do this all the time because then we forget stuff i know but we should write down things and we should do all this stuff and we always say we should on every episode but we yeah. don't ever but hey our neighbor um was like oh i listened to the sherry lapina episode who what neighbor ashley and she was oh i love her oh really she thought it was so cool that you oh that i'm buds with her yeah oh actually you know what i might have some breaking news (laughs) let me just see it's not her so oh thanks for bringing up sherry la pena la pena so no uh, it's la pena i just i just uh listened to her new book oh yeah yeah the end of her oh yeah it's called Mm mm-hmm and it was, oh. Good? Yeah. Why is it, my headphones just, did you unplug me? No. Maybe the headphones just died. I don't think you really need the headphones. Yeah. Right? yeah. I don't even think they do anything. They just make <laughs> me feel more producery. So I like them. Ugh. I wear them. Ophelia likes them. And I think they're cool. All right. But I listened to her book, The End of Her. It was awesome. Another out of the park. So what I did, I I texted her, uh, the the girl, the one girl in it, she's not a nice girl. Her name's Erica Voss. So I just texted Sherry, Erica Voss, and then like a mean face. And then she, so she knew Greg read listened. a book. Aww. And then I said, awesome, nice work. Like, it, she's so good. You Aww. you just read her book, didn't you? Yeah, are you the done first yet? one, what's it? The couple next door. Yeah, is that her first? That's her like first. The first uh, yeah, in that genre. A genre. Yeah. Did you re- listen to it all? Yeah. Yeah. So she's awesome, and I drove. I was driving, like I had a, a long drive, so I was able to listen to yeah that whole book, and I haven't yet listened to that one that I downloaded about the homeless guy. Oh, I know. I want yeah. to listen to that. You That's... downloaded it too, didn't you? No. 
Okay, well... That's not uh, Cher Lepine. No, no, I didn't say it was. I know, but it kind of sounded like it. Did it it sound like it? Yeah. You know, that's why I need you here, (laughs) because you clarify things, because people would be like, what is he talking about? Cher Lepine was homeless? (laughs) I thought she wasn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Thanks for clarifying. So, I listened to that, and I... What happened? My... My boobs are like ski slopes now. Well, what's is that? Why you're rubbing your? Okay, don't be all. Sorry. What you are know, you know, just after kids and ugh. like feeding, like it just. Ugh. Yeah. Well, like what happens to the top of your boob? I need an Erica Voss to come along. Just why? Tear my life apart. You know. I, I don't get it. No, I'm joking. That's you got to read the book. The end of her. Great book. I sound like Donald Trump right now. So anyways, I, I read Sherry Le Pena's book. It's awesome. And where was I going with it? I don't think I was going anywhere. I don't know. You know what? Also, I think, I'm pretty sure this coming weekend would have been the Tweed Fair. Had it not been for COVID. Are you joking? It's in July. It wasn't. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like after the August long weekend. No. Okay, regardless, it didn't happen. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I love... Isn't it usually like July 14-ish, 15 I don't know, actually. We probably never will have it again. <laughs> like, that's a place... That is a place where COVID would spread. How much would Edison like a demolition derby, though? Oh, he would love it. Like, demolition derbies are pretty COVID-friendly. I don't know, though, because he... He no, loves he would love stuff, it. but then he now I, he's like, "Ew, bug, bug on me!" And that's because he, he got stung out. by bees. I know he got stung by a bunch of bees in a nest under our deck. But guess what? Dad took care of them. Hero I sprayed Greg. raid. Like it was a huge bees nest, right? Yeah, and like, it happened just when we went away on yeah. our camping trip. The they bees were, busy were like, bee, "Busy hey. bees, <laughs> hey, no <laughs> one's here." But they, they, there was. I sprayed it for like. It was right under our stairs. I sprayed it for like 10 minutes and he just leisurely so goes down the stairs. So I feel bad because like I don't want to kill bees because bees are so no, important. No, I don't think these are important bees. <laughs> I think there's like important bees that like pollinate and stuff and I think these are just dicks. Like they're just the waspy shitheads. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Good bees don't sting people. Right? Yeah, I'm sure all bees like sting Bumblebees people. are the bees you want. No, any kind of bee is Okay, did I just kill a bunch of... I basically just killed a whole field of flowers. But there's no way we could keep them under our deck. No, I'm not a beekeeper. Oh my God. You know what? This is... I'd love to beekeep someday. No, you know who does? Okay, Rob. The Rob, the the realtor, Rob. You know Marco and Rob? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a beekeeper. (laughs) Did you know that? No. Neither did I. He like posted just so everyone knows. Let's talk to him. Yeah. So he's like... Let's learn about bees. He, uh, yeah, he posted like all about his beekeeping. Cool. And so I commented, I said, sweet. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's got one like on it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyways, that's I should ask him yeah. about my bees, beehive. Yeah. I could have made some honey out of that. Instead, I sprayed in the beehive... And the, like bees just kept falling out, like, and oh, they were just—they so were covered in like white goo, and they're just like oh, seizuring on the ground Greg, and stuff. Don't talk like that. Okay, well, when you bite my Eddie, <laughs> you're gonna meet an untimely death. Like, I don't care how much honey you make; 
You don't mess with it. It was an unfortunate spot because it was right under our stairs. I know. So every time you took a step, it was like a bee coming out of the step. Like, I know. Not not a good scene. Yeah, especially him. He's just leisurely, like, holding the railing, like. Yeah. But it was sad when he got all those bee stings. Yeah. So I I had to do something. Sometimes you. Good people do Anyways, bad things. I would like to learn a little more about bees. Yeah. Okay. Well, because wouldn't I, that be great to like if we had more property? To you have know what? Some bees? I don't think you need a whole lot of property for beekeeping. Do you? Well, I just mean it would be nice for them to like go and like we're fields you know what soon we're all going to be going out in public wearing beekeeper suits. <laughs> yeah. If this COVID doesn't go away, so we might as well just start doing it anyways. Okay. okay well. Okay. So now. I've got to get, like, we need to spend more time with this because i got to get Nick, who has pigeons. Oh. Did I, did we talk about him? You told him? me about. Did I just tell you or did I tell it on the podcast? No, you just told me. Okay, he's into pigeon racing. Yeah, what? I, I, I have no idea. That's why I would like to learn. I don't know. I don't know what pigeon racing means. No, I have no clue. But he, like, raises pigeons. Oh, racing. wait, raises or races? Both. He raises <laughs> them to race them, I think. I don't know. I'm so, conf- I'm so curious. Sure? I'm 100% not sure, but I'm curious. So I think that is someone Maybe we need to have Maybe he just on. raises pigeons, not races. He does. I think they're pigeon racing or I don't know. Okay? I don't know what it is. Like I've been thinking we need like guests, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Who can I call? I know best-selling authors. I know I'm like a Hollywood guy. Blah, blah, blah. Also, I've got the word. i got some feelers out on if this Ellen thing is true or not. Oh, yeah. Okay? With some Hollywood people. Oh. I can't share my sources, but they are people in the know that would know. Hmm. That would never come on our podcast ever. <laughs> but Really? Yes. So I'm just – I'm going to find out and I'm going to – because that's bothersome. But anyways, back to where what I was talking about Bothersome. before I was like, hey, I want a best-selling author, blah blah blah. But we should just get normal people with interesting hobbies. Yeah, good why idea. not? I think both of those hobbies are super Pigeon interesting. Pigeon racing and beekeeping. Pigeon racing and beekeeping. It's done, sold. <laughs> what else? I don't know. Like we'll, we we need people we'll to put some feelers out. We need people to tell us. If you okay, this is like a call for America's funniest videos, kind of, or what's it? If you are someone, you have you know, an interesting. Hobby. Yeah, if you have, if you know someone, or you are someone, or you have an interesting something, to yeah, by all We'd means, we'd like to hear. But we it. would love to chat. Okay, all right. So, anyways, I'll, we'll talk about Ellen next time once I get the insider scoop from my peeps. Huh? What? I want to hear about it. About what? If Ellen... Yeah. She's a bitch. It's true. A hundred percent. I don't have confirmation yet, but I know. And it breaks my heart because I love Ellen. Yeah. I thought she was just the nicest. Yeah. And she's not. She's mean. Isn't that so... I just don't understand how that could be possible. It's just... That's the thing. Like, I've met... I mean, I'm not going to say I've met a ton of celebrities, but I've met... I've met probably like 20 celebrities. Some are dicks. And then some are the nicest people in the world. So I always wonder, like, what would you be like if you were like a celebrity? 
Who, me? Yeah. Or, like... or you would be just an antisocial, like, <laughs> never want to talk to anyone person. But I feel like I would still be nice. Yeah. It, being antisocial doesn't mean I'm mean. I like, didn't say it was. Or not nice. No, I didn't I just, say that I'm at all. quiet. I know. You're I didn't say that at all. I'm the introvert. But you'd be wanting to, like, do your job keep and keep to yourself. Yeah. I'd be out, like, getting Partying free meals and stuff and everything. <laughs> yeah. But it just is sad with Ellen because... I don't know. I could go for, like, the dining. I know. Me too. <laughs> me too. It's funny because all these celebrities are coming out and saying, Ellen's so sweet and nice to me. She's always been kind. And it's like, yeah, you're a celebrity. She's not going to be mean to you. But, you know, Johnny the friggin' janitor, she's a bitch to him. You know what I mean? Just I just not, can't see that. I know. It just hurts me because I just thought what a perfect person Ellen mm-hmm. was. But she's not. She's not. Well, wait till you get your scoop. I know. I think I have my scoop. I don't have the confirmation from my people, my insiders, 